Welcome to Yaddle Yaddle Yaddle, the show about nothing but Star Wars. I love that. I'm Drew. I'm Alyssa. And we're here to talk about Star Wars. There's a lot to talk about. Yeah, a lot has happened in the last week or two. There was a, a, a trailer that came out since um, since the last time we talked, which yeah. was um, the sort of, I guess, the pilot episode of this, yeah, like this a, podcast like a little... of the show tester see um, if we vibed a lot happened let's just let's just talk with let's start with the trailer and what would you think of it yeah for the last jedi of course yeah uh, uh, the last 15th. jedi yeah yeah um i loved it i thought it was it left me with a lot of questions mm-hmm. uh I was I was glued to the screen the entire time. I don't know if that's just because it was a Star Wars trailer or if it's just like right. a good trailer. Probably yeah. both. No, it was a well done trailer and it was it was more Star Wars content, which is always exciting for people. And it had been a while. People were really jonesing for some new for some new promo yeah. for this movie. Yeah. Um I was really stoked. I watched it. I mean, I, I had to watch it on like every monitor I could. I watched it on my phone and then I had to watch it on like my TV through like yeah. YouTube. And then I had to watch it at work on like a nicer, bigger monitor. Um, and every time I watched it, I was still a little hyped. And it had been a while since I felt hyped for a new Star Wars because Rogue One was really good, great movie. Um, but it had been a while since I'd seen like new Star Wars saga stuff. Yeah. And there's a lot to dig into in this thing. So I don't know where you want to start. Um, I feel like we have to start with kind of the biggest mystery, and that's Snoke. He was really. Yeah, prevalent. I mean, in you this see trailer. the first shot of the first non-hologram shot of Snoke after the yeah. Andy Circus. Um, he's got like he's wearing a golden cloak. It seems golden cloak, uh, dreamy blue eyes. Huh? Yeah, yeah. He's got really piercing eyes. He's got that really intense Andy Circus face. Uh, and you know, it's I, I couldn't tell. There's a couple shots we can talk. We can dig into this if you want because we're we're here for this. Um, it's hard to get a sense of exactly how big Snoke is because if you watch Force Awakens, he seems to be like 30 feet tall because it's, mm-hmm. it's a hologram projection of him. And there's only a couple shots where you really get a sense of how big Snoke is. Do you think he's a little dude? Is he a regular average human-sized dude? Is he a massive dude? I think he's going to be kind of like small to normal size. Okay. Like, so like in it- human world, like maybe like five seven so he's like a five seven like an average size dude yeah yeah, yeah. um i think there's a shot where where this is, becomes relevant to our first sort of big big question big mystery from the trailer uh which is there's a shot where you can see ray's like bent over backwards yeah she's, sit, she's in a red reddish room yeah there seems to be some guard dudes on the perimeter of the room and there seems to be a dude wearing a gold cloak in the front of the room who is probably Snoke. Um, why do I want to give him a first name? be like Edward Snoke or something. Hey, I think that's great. I, I mean, uh, but... Uh, it flows. So it seems like he's at least of a size where he and Ray fit in the same room together. Yeah, I I agree. Um, that was that was one of those shots that like I didn't notice the background at mm-hmm. first right but like after a few viewings i was like oh i think that's in the no. foreground you're like oh my gosh daisy ridley's in a lot of pain yeah She's yeah getting messed up right now like is like at first i was like is kylo messing with ray again yeah and what? well i have this feeling that snoke mm-hmm. does isn't like force sensitive 
I feel like he's using Kylo's powers. Okay. Um, so maybe like he's just sitting there and Kylo is messing with her again, or maybe I'm reading into it wrong and Snoke is the one who is so, messing with her. So you're you're this is this is late October. Yeah. You're going on record saying that you don't think Snoke you think there's a good chance that Snoke does not have any force sensitivity and yes. he can't use the force. Yes. That's interesting. I hadn't considered that actually. Yeah. But what what you know I will go once just one step beneath you because the on the face of the trailer it looks like this is a guy who's talking about how he sensed a power in in someone yeah um and he's like you know like maybe exercising his own power against ray at the end yeah of, at the end of the trailer um but is he talking to when he says that's about when i when i first saw you i sensed raw uh, I forget the exact time to get. I think I think I wrote it down. It's... Raw power and something else. He says he says. Um, raw... and that's not my words. He says raw untapped, power, untamed, untamed power, untamed power, and something else. He recognizes that there's something more than just power behind whoever he's talking to. Yeah, and that is one of the big questions. Who is he talking about? It's a lot of people think that you know it's a little bit of misdirection and mm-hmm. that he's actually talking to Ray. I'm going to go against that. I'm going to say that he is talking to Kylo, like right when Kylo, because uh, Snoke told Hux at the end of The Force Awakens, like, bring Kylo back here sure. so I can finish his training. Right. Um, I think that he's trying to boost Kylo's... Uh, it's a pep talk. I think it's a pep talk after he got his ass kicked by... Uh, so you take right. it, you take it on the face, or maybe maybe even think it's a double fake. But you think that the the trailer has Snoke telling Kylo that there's some huge raw power, and that might be relevant to some of our later questions we dig into here. But but uh, you do think that it is that that he's talking to Kylo. I think he's talking to t- Kylo. What do you think? Um, you know what? Uh, I'll I'll take a stab in the dark here. Take the the long Vegas odds. I think he's talking to a porg. I think I think that he's saying that he sees huge power in this porg. Yeah. And J, like, you know, Ryan Johnson is teeing it up and then JJ is going to reveal that actually porgs are behind every bad thing that has ever happened in Star Wars. That porgs invaded Naboo. Mm-hmm. The Trade mm-hmm. Federation was a front. Yeah. Um, the porgs so, were just like putting on human skin, like the aliens and men right, in black. Exactly. Porgs actually controlled the Trade Federation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Viceroy. And yep. they, they made them do all that stuff. Yeah. And then when you get to like uh, like the later prequels, like they were actually controlling the Geonosians. Mm-hmm. Um, it, mm-hmm. was all, it was all the it's porgs the all whole time. The porgs. And Snoke and the porgs are working together. Can I go off on a little bit of a tangent? You here? may. Um, I'll allow it. Thank you. Uh, speaking. Of porgs, I went to Disneyland a couple weeks ago with mm-hmm. some friends. I'm an annual mm-hmm. pass holder. Um, ditto, ditto. Yes, uh, worth every penny, kind of. Yep. And my friends and I went into the Star Wars Star Trade Star Trader. I think that's what it's called. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Star Wars store and all Star Wars merch everywhere. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which wall, is wall. like the best. Um, and there was a little tiny porg mm-hmm. stuffed animal mm-hmm. sure stuffed porg stuffed porg that i had to have right. and so i purchased it and the guy who was checking me out when i was leaving he was like 
have fun with your new prog. No. And like, I was like, I was like, I don't want to get into this right now. And I was just like, yes, of course I I will enjoy this. Someone, some cast member in Disneyland, um, did not get their memo that day or did not read their memo that day. Yeah. 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 Um, so we talked about how Snoke is, is maybe talking to Raven, talking to Kylo about how powerful they are. That kind of leads us into the fact that, that there's a line that's also kind of debated in the same vein where Luke says he's seen, I think the quote is, you've written it down for us, which is nice. I've seen this raw strength only once before. It didn't scare me enough then. It does now. And Mark Hamill's kind of a little, he's kind of a chicken. Well... Yeah. I, mean, I mean, Luke's a little bit Luke, of a... Luke's a little scared in this thing. Yeah. And, you know, once again, when, when they say that raw power mm-hmm. thing, that that leads me back to... Strength, power, they're all... To Snoke mm-hmm. uh, talking to Kylo. Right. So I feel like, you know, he saw that raw power in Kylo. Maybe it was some random student. Right. It wasn't Kylo that killed the Jedi, Luke's Jedi Academy. Huh. That's... A question for another day but um i think like he sees like he saw that power in kylo now he's seen it in ray and he's being much more cautious this so time. let's get into this this is game recognizing game snoke sees there's a lot of power here whether he's a force user or not he's like you whoever i'm talking to right now you're super strong you can do a lot of cool stuff yeah and i need that maybe mm-hmm. i don't know what snoke's motives even are mm-hmm I, I don't, I don't know what the first first order is all about. I don't know what Snoke really wants. Yeah. Um, and then Luke is like freaked out by someone, maybe the same person, maybe someone different who, yeah. who's got a lot of, of power. Um, it's kind of a, a long shot, like Luke's in the foreground, and the background's kind of like a cave looking thing. Yeah, and there's like a symbol there's on like, the floor. I couldn't tell if it was like a hole into like a lagoon or yeah. if it was like a seal. Like, like at my, where I went to college, there was like a seal that they kept in like a courtyard that like, yeah. like it looked it, like, very, there's something circular-ish yeah. on the in the background there. There's a lot of shots that are sort of like, they, they seem like they're teasing some kind of element. Like there's a shot where, where they, they repeat the shot from some other teaser that's come out where someone's walking into what looks like a hollowed out tree and there's a mm-hmm. book on a shelf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a shot where Ray seems to be hiking like on a long journey and it's like foggy and there's like a, a tree with four or five prongs coming out of it. Mm-hmm. And all this stuff seems to say that like wherever Luke's been hiding out, there's like stuff he's hiding out around. Yeah. So you give us the obvious reading of what, what it is that Luke is doing there, like what the stuff is. What the stuff is? Like what? It's like old Jedi. Old Jedi memorabilia. The uh, the wills. Okay, what are the wills? <sighs> Honestly, spell the wills. Spell it. Oh, uh-huh. I can do that for you. Yeah. That's probably about as far as I can go. W I no W H. Uh huh. W H I L L S. Uh huh. Um, and I honestly don't know much about the wills. Do you have any wills knowledge? So all I know about the wills, I know two things. One is that when George Lucas was originally writing the Star Wars trilogy or the first Star Wars movie back in the day one of the drafts of it oh I have a computer I should look this up but do it um, uh, we, we can cut we can cut it yeah sure or I can entertain uh, <laughs> uh, um, no one of the drafts was um, that the Jedi were referred to as the ancient order of the wills okay um, 
and that kind of was adapted into being the Jedi and all that. Um, and so, so at some point when Lucas was writing the original trilogy, um, it was all about these the wills, and it's kind of unclear what they are because he changed it, and the lore all changed. Mm-hmm. Um, but the reason this is relevant is that in Rogue One, um, they introduced some characters who are known as the Guardians of yes. the Wills. So maybe the Wills are some sort of ancient force wielding people or 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 order i don't really know what they are yeah but um there's enough apocryphal now legends star wars canon about what the wills are and how maybe um what happened may, one one reading of this is that some bad stuff happened in luke's past and we'll get into that too i'm sure mm-hmm. and he runs away to some island and he's reading ancient jedi original like og old testament jedi yeah, stuff yeah, yeah what do you think of all what is that symbol on the floor where luke's talking about raw or sorry raw strength i don't know i really have no idea i that's one like i'm just like i'm gonna find out when the movie comes uh-huh. out like do you have an idea of what it is no i just think you and i here's one of the things where Alyssa and i philosophically disagree about star wars mm-hmm. um Alyssa thinks luke is a little bitch yeah, I do. <laughs> and, and I think Luke is like a, a hero. Like I've grown as I've gotten older, I've come more and more to be like, no, Han Solo is the cool guy in the original trilogy. But Luke, Luke's crying to some like fifteen-year-old girl or nineteen-year-old girl, whatever she is, about how like he's scared because something bad happened with some person who was powerful. I'm like, dude, you're supposed to be like, you're supposed to be like the end-all, be-all. Yeah, I mean, this is. The Force Awakens kind of confirmed my thoughts for, you know, my 27 years of existence. Um, like, I like Luke, and I love that he's an idealist, you know, but he he's kind of, he runs away when things get tough. Is he naive? Oh, he's so naive. But it's not his fault, It's though, not his fault. He was trapped. There's no one. He was he trapped was on the planet. He was like, a 600-year-old dude in a swamp. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't blame him for that, but, you know, when... Things got tough. Like, Leia, as far as we know, mm-hmm. has had it much tougher than Luke has. Like, her son turned to the dark side. Sure. Her husband got killed by her son. Sure. She has to run the resistance that's going against mm-hmm. this First Order that's trying to take over the galaxy. Like, Which they're doing a great job of, by the way. Uh, I, yeah. One of my criticisms of Force Awakens is, like, it's like... Oh, here, there's this resistance that's an option to the Republic because the Republic isn't taking the First Order seriously enough or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you've read the book, so you know more about this than I do. But basically, the, the gist is the resistance is like the militant version of the Republic. Yeah. And then it's like, but we're just going to go to the Republic anyway. We're going to blow up the Republic. And yeah, so now yeah. it's all a resistance. Yeah. Which makes Leia really super prominent. Yeah. And it's like, wait, wait. Who's in charge here? Didn't Luke? Didn't Luke already fix all this? Like, why has Luke got to fix it again? Or is he going to fix it again? Well, he ran away. Is it's he like run away again, though. I, he's, coming he's coming back. He's coming back. He's coming back. What is the most badass Luke moment from Last Jedi? If you have to predict right now, Luke. Oh, jeez. Um. <laughs> Our associate producer Tuka yes. just freaked out. Um, Tuka is a cat. Tuka is a cat. Um... I don't know when it would take place, mm-hmm. but probably towards the end, like maybe like the climax, I guess. Okay. Um, Luke and Leia have been reunited. Okay. 
So we're, Leia, off, we're off the island? We're off the island. Okay. She, he's headed back to help Leia out because she needs it. Um, and uh, Leia slaps him. Maybe punches him. Because she's pissed off that he peaced out. Yeah. Yeah. And ditched her for so long when she needed help. Um, and then that really, like, he realizes the error in his ways that he was being a little selfish by disappearing. Okay. And, you know, then he senses Kylo. And uh, so he's, he's like, I'm, I'm so not. So while Luke is reuniting with Leia, the first order is also moving in on wherever this yeah, is. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and he's like, like, they have this reunion. They're like, wait a minute. Our reunion is stopped short because there's a presence here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Luke is like, you know what? I can't run away this time. I gotta. Okay. I gotta take care of business, and he goes and just he tries to be like Kylo, come home. It's not gonna work because if Han Solo couldn't do it, Luke's not gonna be able to do it. Sure. And so he's just gonna have to take Kylo down and show him who's boss. And how hard is taking him down? We're talking like maiming. We're talking like. I think he would be on the verge of killing him and Leia or Ray. That's pretty aggressive though. Yeah. That's some that's some dark stuff to like Yeah. I mean it's not something that he wants to do. Down where he, you're like holding a saber to his throat or something. Yeah, but I feel like, you know, something has to be done. But I think that Ray will Ray could stop it. Once again, this is this is Alyssa's uh okay. fan fiction. Sure. What 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 do what do the kids call it? Uh Head cannon. Oh, head cannon. Of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah. Like how porgs are responsible for every bad thing. Yes, exactly. In That's true. That's my head cannon. Um, I want to lay a Kylo reunion, mm-hmm. and I think we're gonna get one. Oof, that that really ties into one of the big questions of this trailer, which is, um, there's a, there's a whole Kylo's talking to somebody, or do we call him Kylo? Do we call him Ben? Do we call him Kylo Ren? Do we call him Ren? I think. Uh, Ky- Kylo Ren, Kylo sucks for short. Then Force Awakens, like uh, Domino Gleason calls him Ren at one point. Yeah, they call him Kylo, who's yeah. master of the Knights of Ren. Yeah, and then at one point, like they call him Ben, and it's like mm-hmm. I don't know what to call this guy. Adam Driver at some point. <laughs> yeah. Um, at some point, he's talking about you know having to kill your past and leave it. You know, if you have to kill it to put it all behind you, do it. And this is taking place as he's like. You know, driving his like starfighter into like a big freighter and then mm-hmm. it like, pulls up and he's like, got his finger on a trigger to maybe blow somebody up and then you see yeah. Leia looking back at something yeah it seems like they're having a moment together mm-hmm. so is that is that where this this movie's gonna take us it's gonna take us to a Kylo versus Leia showdown uh I feel like there will be a showdown I think that that those two scenes don't okay. play into each other because you some red herring on this. One. I do, I do because okay. someone pointed out if you look in the background of the scene with Leia, where like she's looking off, like kind of sad, like you would think, like mm-hmm. she's connecting with Ben. Uh, the dudes in the background are way too chill. They're not alarmed by the fact they're that not running they're, around. They're, like, they're, their their they're version strolling. of Vader is right there. Yeah, they're strolling around. Um. I think they stole a shot of her looking contemplative. Yeah. Or, or I, I don't think that they're, like, she could be reaching out to Ben at that point. She mm-hmm. could be. But mm-hmm. I don't think that... Which would be a nice tie-in with Empire Strikes Back. Oh, yeah. she reaches out to Luke as he's in danger. Yep. It would be very... Yeah, similar. I think that 
I have a feeling that The Last Jedi is going to stray away from the so circle theory more than the I other films. So I feel like there would still be, you know, tie-ins to uh, Empire Strikes Back, but I do think it's going to be its own movie. I completely agree. I think there'll yeah. be moments. But my theory, my my head Let's hear canon... It. Let's hear it. ...on what happens with Luke and Kylo, or like, as you mentioned... Yeah, yeah, yeah. ...is a little different, and mm-hmm. it's a little more Empire-y. All right, let's hear it. And I hope I'm wrong, because this is the paint by numbers version. This okay. is the if I'm if I'm playing it safe as Disney version. Okay. Which is we spend. But this is this is kind of what you want. No, this is what this is what I see happening. Okay. And this is this could still be satisfying if they execute it well. Sure. I reserve the right to in December be like that was amazing. Of course. Um, but we spend a lot of time, like an hour and twenty minutes, with Luke and Ray on an island. And she starts to resent him a little bit because, you know, he's supposed to be Luke Skywalker. She's heard she's heard rumors of him. Like, he's a legend. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was a big thing in Force Awakens, how Luke Skywalker is this person who's like a folk hero. Um, and she's kind of disappointed in how he's not really helping her out. She's trying really hard, and she's working on her own. At some point, the First Order shows up on that island. And they start to wreck stuff. And, and Rey is, like, torn between, like, Oh my gosh! I gotta fight! I gotta fight this guy, but Luke's not any good. He's not helping me at all. And I think at some point, when Kylo or Ben, whatever, does some kind of outreach where he's like, "I know where you came from," or "or I can teach you where you fit into all of this," I think that's where you see the moment where Ray is like, "Oh my gosh! I think I gotta go with this guy. Mm-hmm. I think maybe I need to. Like, maybe he's the answer to what's going on with me." Um, so, like, I don't really know how the chronology of it all fits in, but I, but my my theory is. Kylo comes to mess stuff up, and, and like, Ray kind of turns her back on Luke by the end of this thing. Hey, I mean, I wouldn't blame her. She's like, we gotta, we gotta take care of business. She's a whole movie trying to find a map to this guy. Yeah, and, and she's he, disappointed. And then she shows up, and he's all like, it scares me now. I mean, that could be what is drawing her to the dark side, is Luke being like, I don't want to do this. Now, there's a shot in the trailer of, um, Luke reaching his hand out of some fiery rubble. Yeah, I was hoping we were going to talk about this. Yeah, so just just cinematically, there's a lot of overlap between the way this scene in the trailer works and the way the the force back in, mm-hmm. in Force Awakens works, where Rey's kind of seeing where where Luke crawls away out of rubble and then is standing next to R2. Yeah. So can we presume, is it safe to presume that that scene from the trailer is a flashback some stuff happening at Luke's temple. I what do you think of that don't fiery scene? Know. I really don't know. Because Star Wars isn't known for flashbacks, mm-hmm. you know? For the most part, it's chronological, except for that force back. I'm wondering, my thought on this mm-hmm. is, one, that it could be like that's happening right now, <laughs> and... Uh, Ray's vision was chronological, like when she's in it's the what's rain. What's to come, not what has been before. Yeah, yeah. Like so, like when she's in the rain and the Knights of Ren are there, like destroying people. That right. could be because Luke is in the rain when he says, "Like this is not going to go." Fantastic point. The way that you think. Fantastic point. Um, and so like that could all be present. My other thought is that we're going to see Kylo's force back. Okay. And that did happen back and like Kylo is showing Ray 
what she like what he saw when he touched the saber and how their stories intertwine yeah there's there's a lot of like you know fan theories out there about what Kylo knows about Rey already mm-hmm. because we've we've talked about this before about how in Force Awakens you never really know who knows who she is and who doesn't know who she is like yeah quite possible that Han Solo knows a lot more about Rey than he ever lets on before he dies. It's mm-hmm. quite possible that, that Kylo Ren knows a lot more than he's telling Snoke, and it's quite possible that this movie will reveal a lot of that. Yeah. If if the flashback theory is true, and, and this whole thing with the Knights of Ren being around Rey, and then she gets sent off to Jakku and all that, um, if if young Rey was at the temple, do you, do you buy that? Do you think no. that's... You don't think so? I don't buy that at all because uh, I'm going to get into a little bit of Star Wars book. You have the knowledge. floor. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, in Bloodline, it takes place about five or six years before um, The Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. And Ben, as far as we know, has not turned to the dark side. Like Leia, it's ambiguous on purpose because obviously we don't know what... Uh, was going on but mm-hmm. as far as leia knows ben is still with luke being trained as a jedi okay so ray being on the at the jedi academy or island as a kid just doesn't line up because she so was like the, the flashback where where ray is taking a jacku and uncar plot or Simon Pegg's character is like Dragon Ball like come on girl or whatever yeah she's a little little girl yeah she's yeah. not five years younger than Daisy Ridley no so your point is if if that book holds true yeah it means that the that the falling out that everything went to went to crap in the Luke's training academy was within the last five years yes that's so my thought but isn't it possible that that little tiny Ray was taken to Luke's Academy and was then taken to Jakku for some reason mm-hmm. before Kylo went crazy. Oh, yeah, of course. I, that, that is possible. And that's why, that would, in fact, lend credence to why he didn't fully recognize Ray because he hadn't seen her in, like, mm-hmm. 10 years. Once again, that just uh, kind of feeds into my theory of... My controversial theory. Mm-hmm. Sure, 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 sure. Of Ray being a solo. You think Ray... In fact, Han Solo's daughter and Leia Organa's uh-huh. daughter. Yeah, and in yeah. fact, then Kylo Ren's sister. sister. And that's why he lost his shit. Like once, because in Bloodline as well, uh, more Bloodline spo- spoilers. Uh, he didn't know that Vader was his grandfather at that point, which is a reasonable thing to keep from your kid. It's like for a while. I think it's a little bit too long, but that's what feeds me to think like something bad happened that they're like man we probably we should probably keep this from ben yeah for a little bit longer do you feel like maybe like kaiser wilhelm's nephew didn't know that he was kaiser wilhelm's <laughs> nephew like yeah. maybe you don't just like you're like let's just spare let's pretend that it's not yeah. a thing we have to give a shout out to pablo hidalgo's tweet uh, yeah uh, that's a that's a that's a vague allusion to a tweet by ha- pablo hidalgo <laughs> who who said recently on Twitter that if you were writing a fictional version of World War II, if you were created it from nothing and it didn't actually happen in real life, that Hitler would in fact have to be related to Kaiser Wilhelm because no one would believe that the guy who created World War II was in no way related to the guy who created World <laughs> War One 
Like, no one would believe that a rando tried to take over the world without some kind of relation oh to the guy who did it before him. I loved that a generation so much. Earlier. Which is a great point, because we expect as fans that everything we see in Star Wars has to be related to something else, which which they, they've rewarded. They've enabled that, because mm-hmm. if you look at Rogue One, they have the same people who were in the cantina it, it, uh, on Tatooine, like, a week earlier, we're on a yep. planet that got blown up, and they yep. just happened to make it. They were everybody you've cared about or observed in the past they're really important yeah yeah. and it's like not everybody is like that's why i like that that what rogan did right is that i hope that jenner so never shows up in anything important ever again no man i agree well i mean she showed up in a forces of destiny episode and it was great it was great i'm cool with that i just don't want her to show up in like the Han, the Han Solo, Solo movie. movie. Yeah. If if Jyn Erso is in the Han Solo movie, that is a sellout. It's a, it's brilliant uh, yeah, from yeah, a marketing yeah. standpoint for Disney to be like, let's bring Felicity Jones back because that movie was amazing. Yeah. Um, but like, don't you feel like it's super super cheesy if yes. Chewbacca pats Jyn Erso on the back yes. at some point? It's cheap, in my opinion. It's so cheap. Like just. We don't need the we don't need the connection. Do you want to get into solo a little yeah, bit? Yeah, let's get into solo. Why not? So, how do you feel about solo, a Star Wars story? Um, I'm gonna just start where with the title. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like that's a good point to start. Solo, at. solo. A lot of people name. are upset by this title. Why is that? Because they made us wait this long for that title. Mm-hmm. I don't really care. Like, sure. Like, I wanted to know the title. But, like, I wasn't expecting anything crazy. Like, it makes sense to just call it Solo. Right. I... Like, personally, I'm advocating for an Obi-Wan Kenobi movie. And if it was just... If they just announced, like, our next movie after this would be called Kenobi. I'm like, done. Done. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah. I feel like Here's that's... Here's my $17. <laughs> that could be what they do from here on out. The working title of the movie... Or like Fantastic. the, it was the production, yeah, it was, was Red Cup. Red Cup. You put solo. <laughs> yeah, they had full on hats that were called Red Cup. Yeah, because Red Cup, Solo Cup. What? Solo. Were, but like, what word is missing from that? Red Solo Cup. Exactly. It, they were really leading us to it being called Solo. They, it, yeah. Do Do you think that it was a uh, like this was the title the entire time, or they like were just like you know what like. And the last minute, they're like, we don't have anything better. We're just calling it Solo. That's a great question. I think all along, I, I think, quite frankly, that there was a really good meme that someone put out. Star Wars pitch meeting. Someone goes, we need a name for the Han Solo movie. And someone goes, let's just call it Solo. And then someone else goes, okay, that's all right, but let's work on finding something better. And then Ron Howard narration comes in and goes... <laughs> They didn't think of anything better, <laughs> which as yes. a Ron Howard project. So I, I think, quite frankly, they probably just were like, "Let's just call it Solo." Yeah, but we'll make it very wait in case we come up with something better. Yeah, I I'm I agree with you, but now I really want the Han Solo movie to be an Arrested Development. I I, I think there needs to be some kind of there, there will be someone who takes whatever the first trailer or first the first frames of video that come out of solo someone's gonna will find a way to cut it into some kind of risk development oh, homage yeah. or maybe even like an andy griffith homage oh yeah because when you attach ron howard to something honestly i i i feel differently than Alyssa does because i think like attaching ron howard to it you're giving it a lot of credibility 
I know Alyssa feels like it was better in, with the Lord Miller team than I don't with know Ron Howard. I don't know if it was better with the Lord Miller team. They obviously were taking the film in a different direction mm-hmm. than Lucasfilm was hoping sure. and Lawrence Kasdan sure. was hoping. And for me, you make Lawrence Kasdan happy. Right. Um, the guy's been there since day one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, for me, choosing Ron Howard was safe. Mm-hmm. And it was boring. And those are two words I would never use to describe Han Solo. Sure. That's a fair criticism. But but as you said, it brings credibility to the film. You mm-hmm. know that things are going to get done. There's going to be no nonsense. You want to see Ace Ventura on set. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I've told I Drew this. There's not really a... Ron Howard movie that I love. Sure. Um, I I would say that Arrested Development is probably the project of his that I love the most, and it's not even his project. Tell us your thoughts, Drew. You know, part of me really wishes I you know there was a big movement even this week, and we should we should give them a shout out for the Star Wars representation matters um, oh, hashtag yeah. that was trending yes 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 big yes. time and. There weren't a lot of characters until recently in the Star Wars franchise who were women of color and men mm-hmm. of color, and they, they weren't, you know, there, there's not much LGBT representation. Mm-hmm. Um, so people were, were making a big movement this week for, um, for, you know, representing those characters. And I think there's a lot, been a lot of progress. We have, you know, we have an Asian, uh, Asian woman in, in uh, uh, the, the new Star Wars movie. We have Diego Luna was fantastic in Rogue One. Uh, and then the Han Solo movie has a lot of, a lot of representation as well. Um, I think Tandy Newton's in that, which I love. Tandy I Newton. love. Tandy I Newton. love Tandy Newton, especially so much. after Westworld, man. Where she, she deserves killed all it. of the awards, and she got denied the it, Emmy. It, well, yeah, um, that was a rough night. It was a rough yeah, I night. love Tandy Newton. So I think that they're making progress, but not in, their, not in the directorship. I think you no. know, part of me when they announced that Miller and Lord were gone, I was like, let's get Patty Jenkins, let's get a Michelle McLaren in there. Ava Let, DuVernay. Let's get let's get Ava in there. Let's yeah. do that. And they kind of went the safe route. They went the, they, they went the the one big stockholders happy. Yeah. They did the same thing with when Colin Trevorrow left um, episode nine. They brought back in J.J. Abrams. Yeah. Which maybe is a problem for representation. It uh, is. Um, and it's maybe a little bit safe. It's maybe going to lead to a little more paint by numbers Star Wars. And for the people who I love who love Star Wars, um, who who are really 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 vocal. I, my heart breaks for people who feel like they're not being represented in they're not being represented in uh, Star Wars. We should also mention that our other co-executive, in addition to our our cat co-exec Tuka, our other co-exec Beth, um, is really 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 excited about the possible LGBT debut of a Star Wars couple in John Boyega and Oscar Isaac. Arfin and Poe gonna maybe maybe have a meaningful hug or something if they're not gonna have a full on you know yeah. not gonna have a full there's there have not been many like even make out scenes in Star Wars no they're, which they're, I'm cool with that's honestly fine. it's not a sexual series no um but like, like why honestly can't, like why can't a couple dudes like love each other I would <laughs> love for Storm Pilot to be a thing I would <laughs> love it I don't think we're gonna get it I think we're gonna get a lot of you know like little like winks you know i don't think they need to be like 
I am a gay man. Like, they don't need to do it like that. Finn, I, I need to tell you something. Yeah, just like, you know, straight characters like Han and Leia didn't need to go up to them and be like, Right, there was I'm, sexual I'm tension without woman. explaining yeah, yeah, yeah. What, they, what their sexual preferences were. Exactly. So, they no, they don't need to do that. But once again, I think it's going to be, I think it's... Mm-hmm. It's gonna live in headcanon fan fiction. Let world. me let me ask you this way, um, Beth, Beth. Do you want to um, come chime in? Are Beth? they? Do you want them to be gay or are they gay? They are. Oh yeah. Beth fully believes they are <laughs> gay. In the promo for for Last Jedi, you see a lot of Finn with with Rose with Rose. Rose, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like maybe that's a love interest or whatever. I think I think that's the direction that it's heading. I think that's what they're doing. Yeah, that will piss Beth off. Beth is is going on record and yeah. saying Beth is saying that she will never watch that if Finn gets a beard. <laughs> she will be really upset. <laughs> she will go and she'll write twelve we start fan fictions. For that. Oh yeah, like. Finn's beard <laughs> or, or, no, or no beards in Star Wars oh and then you just put a beard on Rose and make yep. that a meme that goes around yeah I'm down um, speaking of Rose did you see the shirt that she had made no oh Kelly Matran Kelly yeah. Matran you're talking about like real yeah, life yeah. IRL. real life IRL she had a shirt made that looks like the Hamilton logo oh no but what's the top of the star Ryan Johnson. <laughs> and it's amazing. I'll, I'll link to it in our show notes. Uh, we'll link to it in the show notes. <laughs> and maybe a good thing to go out on is that if you are, uh, if you're listening to this, thank you so much for listening. We're yes. really grateful that you listen. Um, if you have any doubts left about our credibility, um, we are actually best friends with Ryan Johnson. Um, yeah. Um, we, one time we were talking about doing the three of us mm-hmm. uh, and best being Sean Pertang, she's not part of this. Uh, we're talking about doing a viewing marathon of all of Ryan Johnson's films to celebrate um, the and Ozymandias. Yeah, Ozymandias from from Breaking Bad because he directed um, some of the best episodes of Breaking Bad. Some some divisive. Uh, Fly was a little love divisive. Love Fly. Love Fly. I love Fly. Uh, but on May thirteenth, um, we'll end with this this note that on May thirteenth, um, I finally watched Brick. I had never seen Brick, and so I I I got it. I paid for it legally. Um, so Ryan, you're well welcome. Done. You're well welcome done. for the eight cents or whatever that gets you. Mm-hmm. And uh, Alyssa replied, uh, "I need to watch it." Mm-hmm. And then our friend John replied, "You guys, uh, WTF? This is one of my favorite movies ever. We should have a group viewing." Alyssa says, "Yes, please. Can we have Ryan Johnson movie movie viewing party?" And John said, "I'm totally down." Also, Ryan, you're invited because because he was tagged in the thing that I posted. He was getting replies. he was probably getting so he was us. getting <laughs> notifications for every tweet we were sending. So John says, uh, "I'm totally down." Also, Ryan, you're invited. And I said, "I'm down." Can we watch Flying Ozymandias too? Also, Ryan, any dietary restrictions for snacks? And then uh, at eight fifteen on May thirteenth, two thousand seventeen, Ryan Justin said, "No vegetables." <laughs> and then all of us. Hopped on his jock real hard, <laughs> trying, <laughs> trying to get him to come to our Ryan Johnson viewing party. So the invitation is still out there. It stands still live. So all of our viewers out there, if you ever meet Ryan, don't give him vegetables. Yeah, yeah. He does yeah. not want veggies. No. Nope. And Ryan, since I know that you're listening, you are welcome to um, our viewing party. Uh, we will watch in whatever order you want. I think. Um, I think we'll end with Looper probably because that's the most recent thing. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, maybe if you want to bring a copy of Last Jedi, we'll. 
maybe watch yeah, that we'll, too. Yeah, we'll be cool with that. We won't we won't say no. Alyssa, what do you have to plug? Uh, well, I have a Twitter account. Uh-huh. Uh, What's the handle? Alyssa G. Okay. Uh, my G name is spelled a little odd, so listen closely, kids. Um, it's A-L-L-Y-S-S-A-G. So two L's and two S's and two A's as bookends and a Y in the middle. And a Y right You've got almost a palindromic there. name. I know. I really... What if my it's name nice. was like Asissa or a Lola? A Lola. That sounds like you have some kind of speech impediment. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, and I am, do you have anything coming up? Anything to like, Oh you know? boy. Nope. Not at all. <laughs> all right. We got the last shadow coming up to 15. Yep. I, I got my tickets. <laughs> uh, Drew, how about you? Uh, where I, can we find you at? I am on Twitter as well as, uh, W E R D. That's Drew backwards. T R O L L. That's the first syllable of troller. Um, I also, a lot of my thoughts on the force buckets trailer are available on Porsche. Last Shadow. Jedi trailer. Wow. Like, You're living in the past. Hold for edit. I'm not holding for edit. Uh, my last my last Jedi thoughts uh, on the trailer are, are available on porchdrinking.com, which is a beer website that I write for. I uh, am so excited to see. I hope, well, when The Force Awakens came out, Drew did a whole series yeah, I, of stuff. I, and I'm, I'm hoping that I it, blogged every day for eight weeks. Yeah. And that was a little excessive. I think I'm maybe going to do... Once a week, starting maybe this week. So if you're listening to this, um, thank you so much for listening, and please check out that. Yeah. Check out our social media accounts, and um, if you're free on December 15th, check out The Last Jedi. Yeah. Melissa, thank you so much for having me. Dude, thank you for doing this. Always Beth, so much thank fun. thank you. Beth, thank Tuka, you for uh, thank you. producing from afar. Tuka, uh, I wish you would meow right now, because that'd be really cute, but you're and napping. To all of you, may the Force be with you. May the Force be with you.